Let's go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Binge Town TV, the podcast that covers your favorite binge-worthy TV shows. Today, we're back with our latest installment of Pitch Town TV. If you're new to Pitch Town TV, this is our series where a special guest joins the pod and pitches the pilot of one of their favorite shows to our hosts who have never seen it before. After some discussion, we then decide if we're going to binge immediately, add it to our list, or say we are out, and then we have to explain why. I'm your host for today, Jim, and I'm here with Kathleen, Luke, and our special guest for the day, Tyler, a.k.a. Team Money, a.k.a. Thang of Beauty, <laughs> a.k.a. the brother of our recurring guest of the pod, Zach, the comic guy, for all of our fans of the Marvel pods. He's here to pitch Apple TV's new hit series, Severance. This is a big one, guys. We've been hearing a lot of great things about this show. So, Team Money, why don't you talk to the audience, let them know what the show is if they haven't seen it. Thank you for the uh, introduction, Jay Taint. I appreciate, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I will start this podcast off by letting you know that a handshake is available upon request for anything you want. <laughs> um, so for those of you that don't know me, I know I've never been on the pod, but I'm a big fan of a lot of like dark thriller type shows. Black Mirror, for any of you that have seen that, is one of my favorite shows. Um, so Severance is a new Apple TV project that caught my eye. It is essentially in the world that we live in now, but they add one piece of technology that changes the world completely, similar to what happens in Black Mirror. So the idea of severance is a company has found a way to put something in your brain that allows you to split your consciousness between when you're at work and when you're at home. So Everybody talks about work-life balance. I'm sitting in this room with a bunch of young professionals <laughs> talking about their jobs. Well, what if I told you that you could just not remember what you did for eight hours a day and still get a paycheck? And so <laughs> a lot of people say, Ian, but this show does a great job of exploring really what that would mean, um, because it's something that I think if you went around and asked the majority of your friends, they would probably say, hell yes, sign me up, sever me right now. Um, but the show does a really good job. It is directed by Ben Stiller. All episodes? Because okay. okay. I had seen that on the first. Ben Stiller directs the first three and the last. Three. Yeah, I did okay. that with six out of nine. That was so shocking to me when that popped up at yeah. the very end. So Ben Stiller, for those of you who don't know, started to make a career turn probably about five years ago into the director's world because he was a comedy guy. didn't want to be a comedy guy anymore. Directed a show called The Escape from Danamora on Showtime. Drop for that, too. Very good. You know, when you hear Ben Stiller's directing something, you probably think this is going to be a comedy, and it is not. He is like this super meticulous, crazy, respected director. So I'm going to give it to you guys for your first impressions of the first episode. But for the listeners, we got Adam Scott. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, King. Love Adam Scott. Mm -hmm. But Adam Scott in a little bit more of a serious role. Adam Scott trying to take a career turn towards yeah. some drama. Loving it. But he's got the comedy in there. We've got Patricia Arquette. Mm -hmm. Star. Come on. I don't need. Sorry. Uh, tell me, is this Miss? Is this Miss? This is Sally? this is Cobell. This is yeah. Cobell. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Same person, right? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. We've got John Turturro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Transformers. I Which one is he? He is Irving. Yeah. He's the guy that he, um, makes the joke every day. He's been there forever. Oh, yeah. He's the guy that's, that's been there forever. So I won't go all the way back to all of John Turturro's accolades, but more recently, he was in The Night Of. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> that is like, that is so funny because you made a status or tweeted or something, or <laughs> yeah, maybe Jimmy me. said that like, The Night Of is like, your abs is anyone's worst fucking nightmare. It yeah, really, it's that, that I will never drink and black out again. That, yeah, that John Turturro also was in the newest Batman. For the, I have not seen it yet. 
He yeah. is Carcetti in the newest Batman on okay. HBO Max. On HBO Max. Yes, I will be watching for HBO Max. All the sponsors got to get in there. <laughs> um, and we've also who hasn't revealed itself yet. This is going to be a spoiler for you three because he's in episode two. Christopher Walken. Okay. 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 I'll take so, it. So this show has been created and in production since 2017. Adam Scott was cast for it. Wow. Damn. And essentially. It's been sitting there. If you watch the first episode, you'll see that the place where it takes place is fucking so huge and crazy built out. It only came to form once Apple TV had its fucking massive amounts of money to throw. Yeah, behind sure. It. Um, so that's the start of this to the listeners. Yep. But I'll kick it to you guys. What are your impressions on the on the pilot? Yeah, let me start here. So we have a little bit of a family affair going on today. Yeah. We have. My sister, Kathleen, my nephew, Luke, and my best friend of 20 years, Tyler, who, because he's my been, been my best friend for 20 years, pretty much has known Kathleen and Luke his entire yeah. life as well. And we've always agreed pretty much 100% on all TV shows. He actually pitched, he did, he played Pitchtown to me a couple of weeks ago with Severance, and, and it made me want to watch it really bad. And sorry, listeners, if you really wanted to hear a Pitchtown on Snowfall, that was yeah. going to be the original, but we did switch to Severance because of, Tyler's pitch and then I pitched it to them and it just seemed like it was up our alley. Snowfall also an incredible bingeable show. Yeah. But. but I'll give my quick thoughts. I loved it. I am a sucker for any kind of mystery, yeah. especially a sci-fi mystery. The show was perfect from start to end in the way where you're watching it, you're wondering what the hell's going on and then it hooks you right at the end, gives you just enough to say, oh shit, what's happening? <laughs> what's coming next? I need to hit I need to hit that next button. Yeah, yeah. We were not allowed yeah, because of pitch down, but I wanted to. Yeah, I'll go next because I knew nothing going into this show. All I knew was like Adam that. Scott was attached to it, Apple TV, and then that's pretty much where I was at. So when I went into this, First, like 15 minutes, you can tell it's got like Black Mirror vibes like you're it's creepy mystery. And that's awesome because I have been stuck in fantasy sci fi for like the last like yeah six months. So it's good to kind of switch it up here because I also like Tyler love Black Mirror. Yeah. Love Death and Robots like those kind of like one off just trippy technology shows. But the one thing that you said that stuck out stuck out about this show that I can't wait to like kind of explore is like when they're at the dinner table, that scene, and then they start like talking about the ethics and the morality yeah, of this sure. whole thing. Cause to me, that's going to be like the most fun part about like, what do other people think outside looking in and just seeing how that's going to kind of reflect on uh, what's his name? Mark. Yeah. Mark. Yeah. So that conversation was awesome because, you know, originally I hear this idea. Fuck yeah. I'm in the corporate world. Give me that severance right now. Yeah. <laughs> but then you kind of think about it like they could be doing whatever the fuck they want to you. And we got one glimpse of one day. So like it looked. Yeah. He walked out on his first day and he just got a fucking gift card to pips. And yeah. <laughs> when he had a when yeah. he had like a head injury. And the more you think about that scene, the more it's like, yeah, you can just have random injuries and be like, what the fuck? Happened? Yeah, exactly. like, they 100%. need to tell you. And then the people around you in your actual life are going to be worried about it, like his sister was. So, yeah, there's just so many interesting angles that I didn't initially think about. And then on top of that, like I loved the whole entire episode feeling like I was watching it by myself at night last night. I'm not going to lie. I was a little scared. Yeah. I, was like, <laughs> like, I felt like there happen? was going to be like yeah, like it still could go the way of super, super dark, creepy, because Mrs. I keep calling her Mrs. Salvig, but I forget what her name Well, she's both. Yeah, yeah right. what Ms. is Cobell? Yeah, she is for some reason just so good at oh, capturing yeah. creepiness. Oh, she's creepy and, like, as shit when she's yeah. the boss. Yeah, yeah she's ominous but, for sure. You know, and annoying as fuck as the neighbor. Great freaking yeah. impression of the first episode, but. Totally. Um, and speaking of this, I love the sister brother relationship. He's obviously like a very 
sad, depressed man. I love. They reminded me of me and Jimmy. Like we would be, we are tight like that. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's good to see. What do you nice... think of her? Of her husband? Oh god, yeah, the freaking weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a fuck. Like a no dinner dinner party. Just I was getting out. like annoyed. Yeah. And so he's crying. He's yeah. like so good. This is show. when I would say dig in. <laughs> yeah, but but for me, like on the. The idea of severance, right, is to separate it and have a better work life balance. But for someone who is depressed like him at the beginning, I was like, oh, I mean, hey, it's eight less hours. You have to think about your dead wife. And then I'm like, well, if you're just on a loop for your whole life, you're literally on a loop like you check out at five and then your brain goes blank and then you're clocking back in at eight. It's like that's hell that is, yeah. you're, you are now separating yourself into two loops of your life. And it's like, if you're, if your outside life is great, then sure. Maybe that is the way to go, but that's eight hours of your life where your wife could get hit by a car and you didn't realize it. And now you have to wait six hours and she's dead or she dropped. Like, you know what I mean? Someone texts yeah. you something crazy and you don't get to say goodbye to a loved one or something like that. My brain was spinning and that's yeah. what I like in a pilot. Right. And they kept building it. I'm like, do they know they're severed when they're in their outside life? Do they understand right. how would they show up to work, et cetera? All that got answered. But I'm kind of upset because I was like, Petey's coming back. Petey's fine. And yep. I wanted to be able to make that guess. Me too. I to <laughs> and I couldn't They get right into it. Yeah. yeah. They're like, they're like, Petey's going to be here and some shit's going down mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. One of the things that I want to hit on when you were talking about the, you're talking about the world, which you do. I think they do a great job in the first episode of showing. Mm-hmm. And I want to go back to this Apple TV idea because, you know, you, you folks talk about a bunch of different great shows on here. And something that's really interesting about TV in general is like, there is a lot of pressure on TV shows. If Netflix makes a show, they need it to be binged. They need it to mm-hmm. get a certain amount of viewership for it to get a second season. Yeah. Where, Part of what makes this show great as you continue to watch it, but you can tell it in the first episode, is that this script, the full script has been written. Ben Stiller's on it and they don't give a fuck what they're they're just like, hey, we're going to show Adam Scott walking through a hallway for five minutes. And you're (laughs) going to sit there as the viewer and, and like it because we need to show you how crazy like mousetrap-ish this world is. Yeah. And we don't care if we might lose someone because mm-hmm. we know that season two is coming because Apple TV's already written the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. let's I want to pause you right there. Is it you're saying it's written front to back, like the whole entire show. So yes, yeah, like most great television shows, yep. they know the entire storyline and how it ends. Mm-hmm. They have the flexibility in the middle to change it if something happens with any of the actors, sure. different things that way. But this is a completed do they have this like an estimate of the amount of seasons it's supposed to be? So people that have deep dived have probably know more than me, mm-hmm. but um, I would guess like four or five. Awesome. Damn. I see. I it's like Luke OA. went in blind. Okay. I, that's what yeah, I was going to say. Don't make but, us cry. But I went, I went in blind and was like, I wonder if this is just a one-off kind of like teach you a lesson mm-hmm. in eight episodes type deal. And then I was going to compare it to the OA, another incredibly written TV show that had five seasons laid out from the start. Yep. And if they just gave them the money, they would have stuck the fucking landing. Well, let's have Apple TV grab them. I would Dude, love that Apple Amazon money. or Apple TV. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, let me, let me just jump in on what Kathleen was saying here about how it's crazy. And it's brought up by the sister too. how you have eight hours of your life and you have the rest of your of your life. You have two sides. Well, they're and staggered, Jim. Don't forget that. They are yeah, staggered. Staggered. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you have a situation where his wife dies. Mm-hmm. And do they say how she died in the show no. yet at this point? I believe the fifth. OK, I don't think they did. Yeah, yet. I don't think so. I don't know it. So, so. She's, she died. OK, 
And I'm assuming that he was crying in the car because mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. And then he literally walks into work and he's just a totally different guy. And he grabs into his pocket, sees a tissue and he's just like, what's this for? And throws it out, like not even realizing yeah. what it's for, yeah. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And the other thing Kathleen was saying is about like whether, you know, two sides of it and if like somebody calls you in the middle of it and this yeah. and that, have did we see them like give up their phones or anything during yeah right yeah. At the, right yeah. in the very yeah. beginning right in the locker yeah right? and that's kind of the thing that you had to pay attention to is like if you look at the outside world that they're in he walks in he puts his smartphone so it looks like it's very much you know 2022 yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. i want to talk about this and then you go into yeah. the severed world and there are you know, old school, shit. old school Macintosh computer type things yeah. that they're working on. But you do see that he puts in his cell phone and then for whatever yeah. reason, he switches his watch right. and another watch and then and his badge and his flip. badges. Flip. Yeah. I feel like you can't bring anything from your personal life, really, that would give you any sort of hint. But I turned to Alex. We watched it together and I said, what fucking year is it? I'm yeah. confused by this, which is nice because it's another level That's, of confusion. Yeah. The interesting part here. Off the back of what you said, like the blurred lines, this show, it already kind of introduces it to you quickly in the first episode where you've got four people that are severed mainly that you're meeting. Mm -hmm. You've got Adam Scott. You've got Helly R, who starts the right. I think that's a really great start to the episode. Craps crapples you right off the bat. You can tell it's Adam Scott through the microphone. Yeah, Yeah. right away. Right away. Right right away. Um, And then you've got Zach Cherry, who plays Dylan, mm-hmm. who is the one that really enjoys being yeah. severed. Our boys from the magicians. He wants the waffle. He's party. in the he's in the magicians. He is in one episode of the magicians. He's the, the good luck guy. He, yes. does, he, he with the teddy so bear. He's in, the... So he's in an episode of Succession, which is another show that I love. Yeah. And the... he slaughters it. He's absolutely out of control in this show. Like one of the best characters in it. And then. So showing you these four people and the important part with Heli is they're trying to explain to you like they're showing you someone going through the severed process up front. And that in turn kind of answers all these questions Mm -hmm. about do they know, do they not? Um, But they present four interesting different types of personalities that would be severed. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of the Mm -hmm. whole what how we go from the pilot. That's a great point. Heli is so interesting because that one scene where she's trying to leave is yeah. the trippiest thing ever yeah. because she just keeps walking out and you know on the other side she's like I gotta go the fuck back in and yeah. she just keeps going back and forth <laughs> yep. and yep. she's finally like alright so my question though is why is it so important for Adam or for Mark not to be able to see when the door opens because I'm wondering I guess this is not for Tyler but like I'm wondering like is just seeing the outside world the trigger because why can't you watch them leave I thought it was more of like a you get this surgery in your head there's like some piece of technology in your head and it's like a kind of like a location based thing but obviously like it's important yeah, I mean, for them it, not to see. It made it seem like it was location based based on how he was like as soon as the elevator started going down, That's it was like whoop, and then as soon as it started going up, it was like whoop, yeah. you know. It's gotta be a plan, but so again, I was watching with Alex and she's the one who pointed this out. When they're in the parking lot, he gets the pips card and he mm-hmm. kind of stalls and sits in his car and they stagger for a reason. That's another reason, right? They're they don't they shouldn't be seeing each other right, in the right. parking lot, but they see each other in the parking lot. And Alex is like, oh. They no, they yeah. shouldn't be seeing each other. Mm-hmm. It it ju- I think it's just more of that, even though he knows that's what she's doing. Yeah. Right? Like he knows yeah. that she's uh, going back in and out. So I don't know I mean, why he knows she works there. But again, we saw how many millions of cars were in that parking lot to start the day. And then at the end, it just so happened that they were the last two there again, which is weird. 
Yeah, but they work on the severed floor. Not every floor is. Yeah, but I'm saying if you're Adam Scott and you don't know who she is, you're not going to know who she is because you're severed. So he might just think, oh, she's another person who works there. It doesn't have to be that she's another severed person. Yeah, Yeah. but I'm I, I like where you were going with it. Like there could be something there that. That could be a good plot point. Like they saw each other out. That's what could, I mean. It could trigger something that's eventually going to make him wake up outside. And it's going to be all these. I mean, yeah. Petey's yeah. going to be real, the real catalyst for all of that. But in a, in a crazy situation, you could fall in love with your coworker in work and then fall in love with your coworker out of work and have two different love affairs yeah. separately. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <And> I, I <laughs> did write love story potential when they yeah. saw outside. I was like, maybe they'll hook up outside. But she know. seemed like she was totally different. Petey, she seemed yeah. just by that second. She yeah. seemed like a totally different character. Petey is what do you guys think of Petey? I think let's talk about love affairs. Best friend and very good friend. I yeah. loved that. He's like, he's my very best friend. He's like, like, I'm dude. your best friend. You're my very good friend. <laughs> that's how me and Tyler are. <laughs> that's, how I, that's what I tell Jim. <laughs> I love when he's reading the card and he's like, sorry for the card. It's all I could get, but I'm sure you'd be a pretty fucking cool niece (laughs) i mean the card says you're a great niece yeah it is it is crazy just like another black mirror kind of thing where a million times in the in the episode in his half the severed half of him working he hears sorry he was your best friend it sucks like you're right and he's like i'm fine i'm fine Mm -hmm. and everyone keeps saying your best friend your best friend your best friend and then he sees pd outside and he's like this weird dude was just literally in your backyard to his sister he's got no idea pd's got death flags written oh, he's all over dead him. he's ASAP. done by episode three yeah. yeah i don't think he's making it past that we have to have another conversation between mark and pd first right so mark has to go to the house the yes, address the or address. whatever the address is he either finds him dead or gets good info for us and then he's dead yeah i don't i don't see pd lasting too long i feel like pd dying might be like a catalyst for adam scott's character to maybe take it more seriously yeah yeah yeah. that's true and are we are we thinking that the wife's death is related to this at all or is that going to be completely separate trauma no i think that's going to be a totally separate character piece you know dealing with depression dealing with grief until patricia arquette's character lives next door i really did think this was like a separated thing you know what i mean like his life outside really is separate he decided himself to go be severed mm-hmm. until she's the neighbor and then you're like well what that's, the fuck's up that's a yeah i think that and then i i have obviously have the hindsight of watching this show a few times now there are nine episodes in the first season. yeah give you an extra bonus episode on that eight Love episode that. you were yeah. talking about but it's interesting to watch it because yesterday I watched it again and I was looking at it from the perspective of like somebody that's never seen yeah. it before. And I think that's a great point, Kathleen. Like they are trying to lure you in with the premise. Mm-hmm. Like again, for someone that's never seen this show, it is all about the premise. The first episode is just trying to make you understand yeah. what is it to be severed? What does this floor look like? You know, what does this guy's life look like? That's the main character. And leading you to believe that like, man, this is a crazy concept. Like it, it is kind of a, you know, an ethical thing, whether you're going to do it or not. And then they put in right at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. And by the way, the woman that is his neighbor is also his boss in the severed floor that he doesn't know. Mm -hmm. So let's pause this here and ask the question to the rooks. Do you think she's severed? No, no, absolutely. You think she's watching him? She's the boss. She's watching him. Do you think she's the boss or is the board going to be because the board seemed like I first of all, I've loved the board will not be participating (laughs) vocally. Yeah. (laughs) He just like turns the freaking thing towards him. Yeah. It's just the he's static. Like, like he's like, uh, hello. <laughs> like it was. None like, of you guys have taken me up on that handshake, by the way. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love that. May I have a handshake? So I agree with you guys. I think she's definitely not severed. Yeah. I think that 
she is keeping tabs on him. And it's definitely interesting to know that she was keeping tabs on him right while he was at Pips mm-hmm. with Petey. So does she know about Petey trying to get to Mark? You know, we don't know any of that yet, but I 100% agree that I think she's not severed. Well, Petey pretty much confirmed they're out there looking for him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, did she know he was actually out to dinner with Petey? Mm -hmm. I have so many things to say. Um, One, (laughs) okay, let's do my Petey thing because Mark kind of goes through and is like, okay, so you were unhappy at work and you like, left or whatever it was he's like why didn't you like bring it up to management yeah, or something like that complaint. when you complain he's like i did and so did you which is interesting because mark's character doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would com- put a file complaint or he doesn't even seem like he's really unhappy Ooh, necessarily yeah. Ooh, with you're that locking job. some things in my head okay right now. okay tell me i i totally think okay so going in that through that vein of thought that means that they probably get their memories reset a lot like meaning things can happen to you at work and then they reset you and even your work mm. life doesn't remember it because that's what would have had to have happened i'm sure pd and it, maybe even mark found out about some crazy shit but then when they fired pd he, he escaped like he mark probably sure. got reset and doesn't remember it because how would he forget that part he did not act like he knew anything about why pd would ever well, get fired let me pause you here because i do like that idea but at the same time the severed version of Mark You're wouldn't right. remember okay. that. You're yeah, right. right. But I'm talking on the the Mark who was like, Petey got me sick. He was sniffling the other day. And then mm-hmm. and Petey was his boss, right? Petey, yeah, he, they Petey say, is him. Yeah, what he is now. Is- right. So so like when he goes into I'm going to keep calling her Patricia Arquette because I can't figure out the last name. When he goes into her the, her office and talks about it and the guy's like, we would be like assaulting his privacy by telling you what happened or mm-hmm. whatever it is. He doesn't know. Mark does not know. He doesn't even he doesn't let on that. He was like, oh, shoot, he got fired because we complained about something. Right, you know right. what I mean? And part of this, too, and not to it's hard. You know, there's obviously a fine line of like, I have a lot of spoilers. Yeah, right. But, right. Yeah. But some of them are things that come out fairly quickly. So I think the question is, like, think about it in this severed world. Right. If you're severed, you're severed and you want to lodge a complaint or you want to leave, who would you ask for permission to leave? Wow, you would be trapped forever. You would be asking yourself. Yeah. So you would be asking your non-severed version, can I come, can I not be severed? And how would you even... Well, they showed well, you in the first episode how Helly yeah. had a recording that she made for herself. Right, right. So... It's crazy. Again, this comes up... I'm not... It's not too big of a spoiler because it's literally like the next thing you'll see. But it is this reality that if you lodge a complaint, you're lodging a complaint against yourself. Mm-hmm. And the reality then becomes that like if you're Mark says that he's been here for years, right? Three so years. I think he if said, you were in a place for years that you wanted to leave, but couldn't leave, would you eventually just find the good in it and try and make it the best of it? Mm. Which is what he's telling Helly. Hey, the first time I heard this voice, I told the guy that I would kill him. Yeah. And I couldn't get out. And now he's my best friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. My, wow, there's yeah, so much interesting. Definitely. Wow. My next thing <laughs> is, what are they working on? So we yeah. see the first day of work and it's based on it's an onboarding day. Like, it's not yeah. actually what they're doing. I think we see uh, what's his name? Coding. Like, it seems like he's coding, whatever. Yeah. And but like, I'm like, what are they working on? If not the tool itself, you know what I mean? Like in my my first thought was, OK, they're working on the technology it takes to sever somebody. But then I'm mm-hmm. like, well, that would just be like an internal churn. Like, it's like, who cares about that? They have to be working on something like 
dangerous mm-hmm. or like, I don't know. Ooh. Did you guys yeah, have you, a thought? Yeah, Danger. I mean, you definitely have to figure out what the craziness is of this show because this isn't a spoiler, but I saw somebody say on Reddit, which was cool, like, how do you pitch this show? And it was just the title I saw and it said some just think of something like Lost, right? And if I'm thinking of something like Lost, I'm not thinking 100% about just talking about, you know, your work life and your private life or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, there's something mysterious and crazy about the work life, like mm-hmm. something that they're they're doing in that eight hours is going to be mysterious. You know, we like it's not just like, all right, we're, we're, we're testing this technology out. Mm-hmm. It's while we're testing this technology out, you're doing something that we don't want anybody else in the world to know about. Just like when they're at the dinner table, the non dinner table. They're saying, <laughs> yeah, the, the freaking the sister's freaking husband just blows up his spot. Like, yeah, no he does other. blow up his spot. But he he's like, but they're saying, like, you know, he's working on something that it's classified enough that you're going to be severed. Yeah. So how sci fi crazy are we getting here? Because you could go nuts with this. Yeah, we could be going lost Westworld, all this kind of shit. Yeah, it doesn't even have quickly. To, it doesn't even have to be taken from the technology point of view, but like the scope of what this company is doing. Is it going to be like Westworld or spoilers for Prison Break? I don't know if any of you guys care about that show. Like it eventually turns out. I don't think you have the... to spoil a show that was on Fox like 20 years ago. <laughs> 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 came out a couple years ago, whatever. But like the, the scope of that stuff starts so small, but then it ends up being basically the equivalent of like the Illuminati running the world. Like is, right. is Lumen? Is Lumen the company? Lumen, yeah. Is yeah. Lumen doing some shit where they're literally trying to like take over the world or is this just like a introspective look at how like a technology company can get so far advanced it can start fucking with like yeah. the social structure how many and, and how many companies exist in the world right now because there's a, a million that you look at their website you're not 100 sure what the fuck they even yeah. do yeah. yeah so that's the funny part of the not dinner dinner right. party where they're like, oh, do you work on the pharmaceutical side? And then the guy's like, oh, I thought they were in tech. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because no, like, they're making you as the viewer know that like this is a company that fucking does a million mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have their hands in everything. And that's wow. the joke where it's like, you know, this big conglomerate monster business and it's for Apple TV. Yeah, on, <laughs> on, on Apple TV. You know? <laughs> yeah, I really don't know. Like, what Download Apple it's, Pay it's, on, your yeah. new, on your new... On your newest think about download. that. And by like, the way, Luke, let me cut yeah, you off. Ahead, you can, you off. can download us on Apple Podcasts while we're at it. <laughs> Give us a five-star Give review. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> All right, Luke, keep going. I'm just like questioning it, like how high it's going to go up because obviously like the board is going to have to be gonna have to be a player at some point and like how big is this company because lumen's obviously fake it's like i feel like there's so many more world building details that we're gonna need to start guessing at how big this organization is and like what their freaking goals are obviously that's gonna be what the whole season one explores and what i'm hoping pd starts telling mark about yeah and let's go back to what tyler said about the beginning i think i read and again, I don't read I didn't read too much because I didn't want any kind of spoiler, but I'm pretty sure it was 90 straight seconds of Adam Scott walking in silence and you're following him along. And not only are they basically doing exactly what Tyler said as a you know, production company, Apple, and as a director and, and producers of the show, but they're also showing you that they're in a way a maze. Like, yeah, yes, you're severed, but they don't want you to get out, you know, and that's like the, the big thing here with Petey, where. You know, are we going to have a situation where, you know, somehow Adam Scott's character, Mark, can figure out that he's I don't know how you want to say wake up in the middle of his severed state. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, but can you get out of this place? Like, how can you do what you need to do if you don't know where anything is or you can't find anything? Because 
every other door looks like it's a maze. Like I thought it was super interesting that she, meaning Pelly, in the first scene, she's in this room. She's freaking out. She's she's banging at the door. She's going for the knob. And then later you see the other end of it. And it's Adam Scott mm-hmm. and um, the other Irving. character, Irving, sitting there while he's giving it. And they're freaking out because Irving's like, she shouldn't be doing this. She shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> and you also could see that there's soundproof freaking walls mm-hmm. on everything. So it's again, we don't know what they do, but also, you know, that they sever you for a reason and they don't want you to get out mm-hmm. and they don't want you to figure it out and they don't want anything about what's inside to get outside. And maybe it's just purely just like a case study then where because it seems like they're monitored 24 seven. Yeah. yeah. So like maybe whatever they're doing to them on a day to day basis, it seems like every single thing is under surveillance. Like even when they're sitting at their desk, they're being watched. And when Heli's like walking through the halls, whatever, they're always being watched. So maybe it's like I don't dude. there's there's so that, many possibilities of what this could be like leading towards. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's how weird it could get. It could yeah. go from as simple as it's a case study of watching them like mouses in a, in yeah. a maze to you know, freaking lost or something crazy where they're coding coding nuclear bombs. Yeah, like something (laughs) crazy. I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be even nuclear bombs. It could go like so sci-fi that there's like black holes or something. I'm not, you know, I want to talk dark here. I want to do something like that. You know, you don't know what's going on. So it's it's very intriguing how zero to 100 this could go pretty quick. I want to say that at first in the in the cold open, you could say, I guess it's not really the cold open because it happens a little bit later when she wakes up on the table. I kind of assumed she was just like taken and they're testing it on her. I thought it was so cool. How it was basically a job interview. It's like a next step in a job interview process or like an onboarding thing. I was like, oh, no, they're just taking people and taking <laughs> their fucking brains. You know unknown, I mean? unknown. Yeah. Delaware. Yeah. Unknown, yeah. unknown. A perfect, perfect score. A perfect score. <laughs> now, OK, let's go back to this really quick, because. This is interesting where no matter what she scored, she's in the orientation is the video showing her Mm -hmm. that you said you were going to do this. So you're going to do it. You gave the permission when you were on your other side of your life. She failed. Technically, she said three times. I want to be out. Yeah. Right. You could do, you know, unknown, unknown, Delaware, unknown, unknown, and then be like, all right, I believe everything you're saying and I'm in, baby, let's go. Or you could freak out like she did or or like Mark didn't said, I'm going to freaking kill you, but you're still in. Mm-hmm. So going back to what you said, Luke, are they just doing like a case study on how you react to this? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> the uh, the test is to make sure that the severance worked. Well, yeah, it's perfect yeah. scores, because they're like if she's like, my name is fucking Helly. They're like, ah, shit. But what I'm saying is if she says like I'm in or I want to be out. Yeah, it doesn't freaking matter. Three times I'm out. It made it seem like three times I'm out meant like you're you're letting her go. You know, it says it in the book and he says it to her and someone tells him that before is it irving that says it to him like you know if she says yeah. it three times i love the way they're flipping through the book to answer the, the question yeah. like where am i he's like i love how it's live too <laughs> yeah, like, like with her sitting right there like if, when it's through the the messenger thing like through the speaker it's one thing because she can't see him flipping but when it's yeah. in person she, he's like oh shit i'm sorry like hold on <laughs> i thought it, I, I see you're disoriented good thing yeah. for you yeah this is an orientation yeah. i thought they did a good job showing it to us twice because in the beginning adam scott Again, he kind of just sounds like a kind of twisted, awkward human. Like he could just be like someone who is fucked up in the head. That's yeah. why he sounds awkward. But you don't see the very beginning of him just being like, who are you? Instead yeah. of doing the, the intro, I was like cringing when he was just screaming, who are you? <laughs> and then, of course, at the end, when she's like, like, 
it's nice that they show you just the middle where she eventually gives in and is like, oh, shit. And then you see the ends where he just completely fucks the up. other end of the side where he's like an employee just learning his job. Yeah, exactly. But also another red herring kind of thing to start the show is, you know, it was done purposely where he's seeming ominous and, and it seems like they're messing with her. And then he opens the door and he's obviously Adam Scott, but he's yeah. all like dark. Everything's dark and you're, you can't see his face and it looks ominous like he's like, that's a perfect score. But at the same time, it's like, you know, this guy might be a sketch bag. Yeah. I'm I'm still just stuck on like he he clearly the workers I think everyone that's not the board or <laughs> Salvik yeah. I'm not gonna try yeah Joe I'm not Bell. putting it to memory so <laughs> I think I think they I think those two like she's obviously gonna be the face of this organization for a while and yeah. just like how I, I I'm curious at why she lives next to Mark. Like, is yeah. Mark special compared to the other employees like that? She has to actually live there. How do you know Irving doesn't live on the other side well, of Mark? That totally could be a thing. <laughs> that's what I'm that's what I'm wondering. I want to see him take out the trash the next is, day yeah. and then fucking see Irving yeah. on the other side, because why is he special? Because it seems like before Petey left, Petey might have been the special one that maybe I don't know. Like, I, yeah. I'm just curious at what's special about him that he would need to be closely monitored. Maybe they all are closely monitored. Like the, the board seems like all of that shit seems is what's piquing my most interest right now. Mm-hmm, is like seeing mm-hmm. the upper management, like what how they're dealing with mm. surveilling everybody. Yeah, I'm pumped to keep watching. I was just going to ask, is Irving the tall, skinny guy or the one from the magicians? No, no, he's John Deterra. Okay, yeah, he's the one that the guy from the magician was talking about the waffle party. And yeah. he was like, oh, they just gave us new creamers and, and went about their day. The waffle, the waffle party's not over. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get well, a waffle party dude i think it sounds like you three are hooked look what i would say to anybody listening that's not watched or maybe you watch the pilot of, of severance right this is a show the interesting piece is like nowadays there's so much shit that comes out there's so many shows and there's this attention for eyeballs and severance just given its subject matter was one of these shows that like i've heard about it i was watching it week to week so i was watching Mm. it in this like week to week situation once i got to like the seventh episode i was like holy shit i was told my wife i'm like you gotta watch this because i know you're gonna like it and like i'm gonna be watching it all the fucking time so you gotta start watching it now if you want to get on so then once it ended i binged watch it through with her so i've seen every episode twice now three the pilot three times but what i would say is this show does a great job of it's got that lost quality, but like a perfected one in the sense that loss is kind of people love it because it asks so many questions and people hate it because it didn't answer all the yeah, questions yeah. where like they do a great job of in season one, they don't answer every question that they ask sure. because this is a, you know, season two is already right. confirmed. Yeah. All this stuff. But they do a really great job of giving you just enough. So when the season ends, you're going to be like, fuck's sake. I cannot yeah. wait for the second <laughs> yeah. season. And that's where a lot of people are. So was this delayed for COVID? Is that why? So that's the, so, so there is um, some good podcasts with like Adam Scott talking about it. And it's really funny. Like one of the things he was saying is he was essentially the first person cast. They knew okay. that he was going to be the main character forever. And it was Ben Stiller. It was this, this director. They got Mark Scott cast as Adam Scott. And he would be like watching a show and he would like call Ben Stiller and be like, Hey, I just watched an episode of billions. And I saw this guy in a bit piece. He might be good for Irving. And then he'd be like, Oh, I was thinking John Turturro. Or he'd be like, <laughs> I was thinking Christopher Walken for that. So like, I was, so this show is just like, 
it makes no it makes no bones about the fact that they just got fuck you money behind it. Yeah. They they filmed it in like this fucking big ass site that they had to create somewhere um in like upstate New York. You know, you're not supposed to know where the where it's actually yeah. taking place, but like it is a um it's a show that it has a lot of questions. And as the viewer, I feel confident that I'm going to get the answers because they've right. got the backing. Right, right, right. I mean, nothing turns me on more for a show than having it written front to back going into it. Like there's yeah. just nothing better than that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the fact that you're talking about it, like in this regard, I just love that. And the fact that I keep bringing up Black Mirror, you said it once earlier, like all of that is just checking some boxes for me where I'm like, fuck yeah, this is going to be. Yeah. Black Mirror writers are like, God damn it. We should have wrote this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is a really great. Premise. It's a great premise. Mm-hmm. Before we go, I don't know how much longer we're talking here, but I want to talk really quick about Milchick. OK, that's mm-hmm. the guy that was the right hand man to. Oh, OK. Patricia Arquette. Sure. Mm-hmm. Ah, you don't remember her name either. No. Corbell. <laughs> Cobell. 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 I find it interesting that Luke knows her espionage name more than he knows her actual name yeah it's interesting Luke is okay so, because it, it ends the episode Luke, what I, don't, I don't know i don't know what the fuck maybe it was my tv but i could not get subtitles for apple oh, no, I, no, got I, got, I got subtitles yeah. i punk, couldn't get punk, it so i'm literally bitch, like having a freaking like part that's so part I, of the reason i get a lot of the proper nouns so this guy what do you think what yeah so milchick again this is a show that the characters they kind of introduce fast and yeah. then they develop them so milchick is going to be in the show yeah so i find one of the most interesting things I find about the show from the first episode is I'm guessing that we are going to find out what most of these characters are like on the other side of their life. And they could be the nicest people ever. They could be the biggest piece of shit ever. We have no idea what their reasoning as a real person is to decide to be severed. You know, Adam Scott, we see he's kind of similar, but he definitely is different when he's working but we did seem like Helly was different when she, you know, she even looked different, like what she put on mm-hmm. to leave like a nice hat and stuff. Like, I think there was like a flower or something on her and she's looking fresh. She definitely acted a little bit different. So I'm definitely interested to see how every other character is on the outside. Now, Milchick seemed like he's like this kill him with kindness kind of guy. This like, big smiling mm-hmm. son of a bitch. <laughs> I have a feeling he's a bastard though. Usually those guys are bastards. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously she wouldn't she wouldn't say it, but she would love a compliment on the new <laughs> yeah, And then and then of course he compliments and she's like it's a piece of shit and he's like yeah it is. <laughs> but like that's the funny thing about like this guy is he's the right hand man and we're saying that she's super ominous and she's super like a shitty boss. I don't know about shitty boss, but she's like mean boss, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And he seems like, you know, the, the nice guy and the, you know, the good cop, bad cop. But I have a feeling that he's going to be like board level. I have a feeling that he's just going to be like actually like her. Um, How do I want to say like it? Her like superior. No, no, no. Like her. um, Jesus, like her, her bully. Enforcer. Like, enforcer. Yeah. Like her bully. Well, they also did. Ooh. They said. Yeah. That, so PD tells. Uh, Adam Scott's character, Mark, Mark. The name of somebody. So he says, I probably got Grainer looking for me. And so yeah. he's Grainers. You hate Grainer. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So there, again, you will, you're going to quick, quickly see in the first two episodes, they pretty much introduce you to like everybody that's mm-hmm. in the show. Um, but that's a good, that's a good point because all we know from the first episode is that nothing is as it appears. So this guy that's super freaking nice, that's, yeah. 
you know, and he's also like following them around and shit. Like, yeah, he's, he's watching 100% over him. in on whatever Cobell's in on. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. I agree that they're on the same side. I just think he's going to be meaner enforcer bully kind of deal. Like but, when she needs shit done, he's going to be doing it or he's going to be the one actually the eyes on the people that they're watching. He also could the lab rats, I guess, if you want to say they could they could do something interesting with him where he's in on it on the inside, but unlike Cobell, still yeah. seven. That'd be cool. That'd that would be, cool. be a good way to show that because yeah. when he's in, he's all in on the whole process, but right. then he whoa. still doesn't know. Whoa. I know that. Jay, <laughs> what did you say? Whoa. I said, whoa. <laughs> I said, well, for wow. uh, the other thing I'll add is there's yeah. also a show that um, Apple has like manuscripts and oh, really? extras on their website. Okay. You can read from the this whole podcast. Well. That's really read, interesting. Man. Yeah, that's really They're cool. trying to. They create this. This is like an immersive. This is yeah. and you can. Yeah, they've been like planning for this for a long time. For OK, a long time. well, Ben Stiller doesn't just get down with anything these days. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's crazy, man. It cracks me up. I saw Ben Stiller. I went into this pretty blind. I believe you did tell me, Tyler, that when you were doing your fake pitch town on the phone a couple of weeks ago that Ben Stiller was involved. But I kind of forgot, I guess, when I so when you see his name mm-hmm. pop up in the very beginning, you're like, oh, shit. Right. And it's like going back to the stuff we already cover. It's it's like the boys with the boys diabolical. So, and you see Andy Samberg oh, yeah. and his 15 minute episode is very, very sad. Like it's a sad, heart wrenching episode. And you're thinking, oh, Andy Samberg is going to write this. That means it's going to be hilarious. And it's totally different. Same and, thing with uh, Jordan Peele from Key and Peele now. Doing horror, pivoting yeah. to sure. dramatic horror, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, this is the super interesting, man. I, super, I know. super interesting. Yeah. So, what's what's the verdict? All right, you can go right. one. T money. Do you have anything final you need to say? I mean, you've been doing pretty damn good. Yeah, at, at right. Yeah, that was an amazing intro yeah. and debut. Apple cutting you a check. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just look. <laughs> don't worry about my sponsors. I've got my I've got my own sponsors on this pod. Um, I would just love for one viewer to say whether they think that I'd be a cooler hang or Zach be a cooler. Yeah. Hang. That's that's the all right, thing. guys. Hit us up on Twitter at Benchtown TV. Zach, the comic guy, or Tyler, the comic guy, or you want to have a whiskey and talk severance with your boy, <laughs> with your boy, and maybe one day snowfall. Maybe maybe one. Day. Let us know at Benchtown TV if you want to watch the pilot of Snowfall and then talk to us about it. I can kick it off. Yep. All right. So this is the part of the pod where we. Go round round table and decide whether we're gonna binge it, add it to the list, or and for that reason I'm out. And this is easy. I think it's gonna be a, a clean sweep. Binge immediately. You got to know. Yeah. You absolutely yeah. got to know. You I got, mean, yeah. you got to know. this was like such a good pod because there's so many questions. Like this is what pitch town is for. Yeah. You know, like the this type of show where it's literally like, here's a thousand questions and and like the 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 ideas around it are just so high level that you're like, it could go anyway. Mm-hmm. So fun to talk about. Obviously, binge immediately. I'll follow that up with also saying binge immediately. Sound pretty. If you couldn't tell from the freaking podcast, we all yeah. kind of loved this. Um, just the mystery around it. Like, I haven't seen a show that's made me feel this way in a, in a while. Like, just like right the open plums. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, Black Mirror has been on a little bit of a spiral, you know, last couple. Yeah, of yeah you had to deal with the Hannah Montana. Black, exactly. Black Mirror. The, yeah. All that. Like, it, it, this kind of, like, technological take. And, and the thing I was mentioning earlier, which we didn't talk about much, but it's just that the not dinner conversation about the ethics, the morality behind it. That seems so interesting to me. And honestly, the more we talked about it, now I'm like super interested in Milchick. Like he <laughs> yeah. seems like yeah, right? I feel like he could totally be either Freaking like 
crazy bastard. Yeah, he, he's going to be a crazy bastard. I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely in on this. Uh, and also, like Christopher Walken, I can't even imagine. I hope he's a board member because that would be yeah. with the solder guy. That's <laughs> why they couldn't do it vocally in episode one. Yeah, they want to be like no Walken. Way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like yeah, Adam this Scott. Is a, this is a show that's got so much money that Christopher Walken's not even making an appearance. In the first <laughs> yeah, time. that's crazy. <laughs> but just like the final thing, I'll just say is that like I'm definitely going to be watching this immediately i feel like lumen is going to be a, a company that we're going to be fucking like is it going to be illuminati level where it's going to take over the whole goddamn world or are we just yeah. going to be like super focused on like this one company and mark specifically but i'm here for it all i think it's great and um yeah i got nothing else to add let's go ben stiller yeah i'm finishing off the clean suite man benjamin love a clean suite not only am i going to say benjamin immediately but this is totally blind and we're going to have to talk about it and we'll talk to the listeners about it as well. But this seems like a perfect continuation yeah, of the pod. Agreed. We can have Team Money back depending on how everybody takes the first pitch town. If everyone wants to hear some more from us and if we have time, we'll see. But I mean, it's perfect because it's mystery. We're talking about this on the pod and we have all these questions that we want answered and we're going to be able to do theories every single episode if we do decide to continue. But for now, let's just say this this pilot was a freaking awesome pilot. I said it in the very beginning. Starts you off with the 90 second. You're like, oh, shit, man, this is ominous. What's mm-hmm. going on? He's walking around. It's all white. The white light. You're like, oh, my gosh. You get through <laughs> the episode. You meet some characters. You meet double sides of certain characters. And then you get the hook at the end. And you're like, I need to hit next right now. Timani, you brought an awesome show to Pitchtown. Thank, Thank you. you. Three and- binge immediately. And we put that on the board. And we make sure that happens. The problem is is that we want to binge immediately. And if we cover it on the pod, we're not going to be able yeah. to. So we need to decide well, my, that pretty this quick. Would be, this would be my take. And you guys can do what you want. But look, this show this show has been out now for a couple of weeks. So this has been watched by a lot of yeah. But I'd say just from the first the first takes from you three, it'd probably be a really interesting podcast if we all connected again after you binge the show. That's yeah. what I was going to suggest then, that we yeah, just do a season, season one recap. recap. That's season good. one recap and then we decide if, if we like it enough and we want to do, do more theories because we could split up season two a little bit but yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally think yeah, we're, we're probably going to have another recap. year or so until the second season so that'll be good. We're going to have some time. We can yeah. do. Oh wait, wait, wait. For some reason I thought second season was, this just dropped? Yeah. This just dropped like literally I totally in January. I sworn right? that it was season no, two just, that just dropped. This is a new show. Totally ignore I'm bringing said. to you premium content that is brand new that people aren't oh on top God. of. Even better. I totally thought season two. I don't bring you out. anything stale, dog. Love yeah. Snowfall just finished its fifth season. Yeah. So at, at the, <laughs> let's just say at the very least, we'll do a season recap. Absolutely. Once we binge. Yes. We'll yeah. bring T-Money back for that. I would it could love be, to hear. It could be recorded lo- tomorrow. You guys are going to have some. <laughs> you, yeah, seriously. I, it might be in like three days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, I was going to add. I just wanted to add this one line that actually did make me laugh out loud. I just really liked the brother and the sister. And when he was like Adam Scott, like like kind of deadpan delivery of there was a businessman in the yard last night and she was just like entry level or manager. (laughs) (laughs) Like those are siblings that were like tight and funny growing up. Like, I love that. Well, like a distillery. (laughs) We didn't talk about the sister at all, but she was cool. She was so cool. And she seemed like she didn't match with her husband. Not which not is not like that's the crazy thing. She's probably gonna die. And and we didn't really no. talk. We didn't talk. <laughs> yeah, right. Add that to the. But let oh, me just yeah, sure. let me just say that we didn't really talk too much about the dinner. That's not a dinner. But I was getting like everybody except Adam Scott and his sister are freaking weirdos. Like absolutely so weirdos that I'm like, is like the world weird? Like I think those are all his friends. Yeah, no, you're I agree. Gonna, you're I gonna just... soon step into Rickon's world. Okay, and, and that's <laughs> and that's a that's an interesting world. 
Rick on Stark. Stark. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Is that it? That's it. Well, Great thank job. you guys for finally having me on. It's been 200 plus almost 250 episodes and we Holy finally shit. have Team Monty on the pod, which is ridiculous. But this is only really, I believe, our sixth or seventh pitch town. We just created pitch town after my favorite episode of unfortunately had to retire a little bit ago from the Geekscape network. So we kind of took a spin on that and created the pitch town series for ourselves. And we've been having a lot of fun with it. There's not many, I guess there's been what 50, 50 and we're not planning on having it where we like to show so much. We continue covering it. It's supposed to be just the pilot. Well, I guess, I guess I won't be able to be on. (laughs) But T-Money is only bringing bangers. Yeah. T-Money only brings bangers. So we might have to cover every single show T-Money brings out. But if you guys don't have anything else, Tyler, thank you so much for coming on. Anything, Luke? Anything, Kathleen? Nah, man. We're good. good. That was a great show. Can't wait to watch it. Sorry, True Blood. Taking a backseat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Binge immediately, right on the top of the list. I mean, and it's perfect timing because we don't have anything to watch for the pod until until June. The boys, boys, baby. The boys, Peaky Blinders. Umbrella Academy, Umbrella Academy. We're going to have a rough couple months once June hits, but this is perfect for severance right now oh so you've got plenty of time for barry ozark that's Yo, funny because i put Thomas barry on die for barry like i put barry on the list for us to cover for this new season mm-hmm. and it just just so happened we couldn't do it because we have so many that we're getting ready to cover we're going to be dying with how many we cover soon enough but all right guys if you like what you heard hit us up on bingetowntv.com you can find us on all social media bingetown tv instagram tiktok twitter Twitter's our favorite right now. We love when you guys interact with us. Let us know your theories. Let us know if you think we said anything off. If you don't agree with something, if you love what we said, just hit us up. Let us know. Twitter, Bingetown TV. We now have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Bingetown TV. If you want to support the pod, that's a great way to do it. I think that's it, guys. Any final words? What's the uh, minimum on that Patreon? The minimum is the Zach the Comic Guy special, where all you have to do is give us $2 just to be a supporter. Now, All of our exclusive content, Tyler, is a $5 a month fee. And that's exclusive podcast episodes, exclusive interviews with the celebrities of some of our favorite shows, unedited video. Talking about Phineas and Ferb. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's it's good. And guys, I forgot to say we just now have... make your own coffee for one day and get a Patreon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And let me just say that we also now have an email newsletter. You can find that on Binstown TV. You get exclusive podcast episodes that way and you get all the news from our podcast all you got to do is binstowntv.com and join and become a binstown resident but before we get out of here i'll take that goddamn handshake (laughs) (laughs) that's nice (laughs) once again we are binstown tv and thank you so much for listening love y'all you're listening to the geekscape network 